this is Cinnamon, and I am here with the first episode of The Real Ugly Truth from Me to You. Okay, so this podcast I have been sitting on for some time, and I originally wanted to launch it back in November for my 47th birthday, which was November 7th. But so much was going on in the world on that day. And it was such a magnificent day. It's such a beautiful day. Joe Biden had just been, the election had just been called. It had been announced that Joe Biden was going to be the next president of the United States. And Kamala Harris was going to be the vice president of the United States. And, you know, everyone was just so overjoyed. What was in my circle, everyone was just so overjoyed by it and excited that we were under new direction, new leadership, new administration, and, you know, hoping and praying for the positive changes that we need in this world today. We were also still battling, and as we are today, the coronavirus that had really taken hold, that has really taken hold on life as we know it, or as we knew it. And So I sat on, I put the podcast back in my back pocket because I wanted to celebrate all of what was good on that day. And even though it was my 47th birthday and that was good because, you know, God had allowed me to take another trip around the sun and to wake up and to celebrate another birthday. But I stuck it in my back pocket because I wanted to celebrate what was going on in the world. And I shared that moment with the ladies that I want to talk about tonight, my sister circle. We were on the phone together when the election was called. And it was the best and most beautiful birthday present I could have ever hoped for outside of my son. So, as I said, I took the podcast and I set it back in my back pocket. Over the course of 48 hours, I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and launch it. And so I started to launch it on November the 9th. And um, when we were talking on my birthday on that Saturday... You know, I shared some stuff with my sisters about some things that had happened with me and Cortland earlier in the year and just relationships changing and just, you know, having to look at life and recognize that some people are in your life for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. And when that reason and that season has served its purpose then you have to free them so that you can find that peaceful energy that you deserve. You have to let go of that. And we were talking about that. So when I began recording the podcast on November the 9th, I wanted to intro it with Fly Above by Candy Burris. And in the song, she says, I fly above all the drama. I fly above all the haters. I fly above all the drama. It's beneath me. It's beneath me. 
And that's what I had focused on for 2020 was putting all of that drama behind me because it was beneath me and it was sucking the life out of me. And so I wanted to talk about that that night. So as I started, I selected the song and I, you know, had before all of that, I gotten all my podcast equipment out and I set it all up and got ready and I went in and I selected the song and added it to the episode. And from there, I went in and I started to record. As I started to record, I simply could not find the words that I wanted to say. I could find words, but they weren't the right words. And when I say they weren't the right words, they weren't nice words. And I didn't want that type of energy to come through in this podcast because that's not what this is about. Even though it's called the real ugly truth from me to you, what I think the real ugly truth is, is the positives that we refuse to see and to listen to, that we refuse to want to take in, to inhale, to digest in our lives. What I, what our friends try to tell us is right, but we want to continue to do wrong. That's what the real ugly truth from me to you is all about. So as I stated, I couldn't find the words, so I stopped it, and I once again stuck the podcast in my back pocket, and I said to myself... I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to ask God to guide me on this one. And when he's ready to bring me back to it, I'll come back to it. So, you know, I'm like most people in the world. I want what I want when I want it. And I want it so badly in this moment to record that first episode and get it out there and to launch this podcast because I had gone on social media and I had announced it to the world that I was going to be launching a new podcast. Now, what some of you may not know is I already do a podcast and it's called Sweet Tea, Southern Mama Doing Autism from A to Z. And that podcast solely focuses on my journey with my six-year-old son, Cortland, who was diagnosed with autism at the age of three. And what I do is I talk about our journey pre-diagnosis, what led me to have, you know, suspicion or to suspect or um, to wonder if he was possibly autistic or if it was something else. I talk about that. I talk about the steps of pre-diagnosis, the pre-screening, I talk about the clinical evaluation of the final evaluation that led to the diagnosis. I talk about the therapies, the early interventions. I talk about the village that we had that eventually crumbles. I'm raw and I'm real and I don't hold anything back. I talk about his challenges. I talk about the milestones he's reached. I talk about all of his accomplishments. I talk about the textbook answers that say he can't and won't ever do this. 
but I talk about how this kid continuously defies those tech those textbook answers that's what I talk about in that podcast but I needed something more for myself because when you're a single parent and you're raising a child with a special need you need a lot of stuff in life that the outside world cannot give you so I start to put together these projects and the real ugly truth from me to you is a project that I have honestly been working on for 12 years. It started out as a blog and it just kind of fell by the wayside because I tend to start stuff and I just drop it when other things come along. Um, But now I'm getting better with that. So as I was saying, like I wanted what I wanted when I wanted it. So I prayed to God and I thought to myself, God's going to hear me. And tomorrow morning on November the 10th, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be ready to record this podcast episode. Didn't happen that way. November 10th came and it went. The 11th came and it went. The 12th came and it went. By this time, I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs and I'm like, I see you, God. I know what this is. So when I went to bed that night, November the 12th, I prayed again. I asked God to help me find the words that I needed to record that one podcast, Fly Above. I kept searching. I kept praying. Nothing ever came. So November goes by and it ends. Enter in December. I kept praying. Nothing ever came. But other things were transpiring in my life. Other doors were opening. So I started to think to myself... started to think to myself that maybe this podcast wasn't something that I was supposed to be doing. So I started to embrace all the other things that were transpiring. Like I had just been invited to become a volunteer advocacy ambassador for Autism Speaks. I had signed up to become a support parent for Family Connections of South Carolina. I had been invited by a friend's husband to record a segment on one of his podcasts. And I just thought to myself that God was placing all of that on my plate. And the real ugly truth from me to you maybe was never intended to happen. But it didn't stop me from praying for this. So I just left it in my back pocket where I stuck it on November the 9th for the second time. And I was like, you know, 
I pray to God one more time. God, whenever you're ready for me to do this, whenever that door opens, I will graciously walk through it and I will do it. So December goes by. Enter in January. January goes by. And still nothing. I'm still sitting on this podcast. Like, it's not out of my mind. It's not gone anywhere. Like, because this is seriously something that I wanted to do. And that I want to do. Because I love to do this stuff. But for some reason, I just could not reach into that pocket and pull it out and get it to where I needed it to go. So I continued to pray and I just put my faith in God. And I said, well, God, whenever you're ready for me to do this, if it's intended for me to do it, I'll know that moment. So January comes in, January goes out. February comes in. We're 22 days into February. And guess what, you guys? That door has opened. And I am ready to launch this podcast. And I'm going to tell you how that door came open. First and foremost, I know it's my God. Secondly, it's the inspiration that I feel in this moment. And to say that I am inspired is an understatement. And I'm inspired by the beautiful women that I consider my sister circle. Y'all don't hear me? The women that I consider my sister circle. This circle is what makes me complete outside of my child and everything else that I have going on in the world. This circle, they are my biggest supporters and I am their, one of their biggest supporters. They complete me and we all come from different walks of life and that's the beauty of this circle, this sister circle. And I'm inspired tonight because I sit in awe of them as I watch each and every one of them branch out and start projects and present themselves to the world in the manner that the world is going to be just like in awe like I am in this moment. Inspiration is an understatement when it comes to these strong and beautiful women. My sister circle consists of many different sisters from many different walks of life. And the first group of women, my GOATs, the greatest of all time, are my one and only sisters. 
from the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. We all went to school together. We all lived in the same dorm. We all lived on the same floor. And if we didn't live on the same floor, we stayed on the same floor all the time. We did everything together. We went to bed together. Well, we went to sleep at the same time. I don't say we went to bed together. We went to sleep at the same time. We got up at the same time. We ate together. We went out together. We went to church together. We went to football games together. We went to basketball games together. We took trips together. We went to a sister's wedding together. We did everything together. And we have been friends for over two decades and although our lives are different now and we all have our families we still make it a point to get together every month for a sister circle call and we go into these calls and we're like okay we're gonna do this on Saturday and we're gonna do it at 12 p.m. Eastern time because we're all scattered across the United States and so we say 12 p.m. Eastern time but we're only going to stay on the phone for an hour because I have this errand to run or I have this errand to run or you know Cortland has this to do today and blah 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 blah. and one will join us later then you know all the rest of us and then when once that person gets on it just all starts over again and then our kids will come in and say hi to the aunties and you know we'll oh ah they're so cute because they are we have like the most adorable kids ever on the planet um and I'm not just saying that because they're our kids but they are the most adorable kids on the planet but (laughs) but anyways I don't want to get off track here um so we'll have these conversations and we'll sit there and we'll be talking and that before we know it that hour has sometimes turned into three hours to three and a half hours and we'll say oh I better get off of here now because I have such and such to do and blah blah and then we'll just keep talking we'll keep talking that's one part of my sister circle then I have my sister circle of my friends that I have met purely on social media and it ain't just we're sitting behind a computer screen talking to one another like we legit talk on the phone and we have our sister talks and we video chat and we do this and you know our kid their kids have become my nieces and nephew my kid has become their nephew and you know we have built a, a rapport a good rapport a good a big family these women are also women that are admins for a group that I manage on Facebook, Moms Raising Biracial and Multiracial Children. And they are Natalie, Savannah, Lou, Amy, and, Vic- and Autumn. I always want to call her Victoria and Autumn. And I love these women to death. And I am so grateful that I have met them. And I consider them very, very close friends and sisters. And I sit in awe of all of them as well. My other parts of my sister circle are other friends that I met 
while I was at the University of Tennessee. They're more like my baby sisters, my little sisters, because I'm older. And that's my girl Ashley, my girl Ayana, and my girl Alicia. Love these women to death. Oh my God, if we could go back to UT and do some things over again, I'm pretty sure we would, but we wouldn't. (laughs) We had some fun times. And I sit in awe of these women too. Having women like these in your life is important. Especially in the times that we're currently living in with everything that's going on in the world with the coronavirus and us not knowing if we're ever going to go back to some sort of normalcy. You know, we all are dealing with things that we need that village to be there, to be our strength. And when I tell you that these women are my strength when I am weak, it is an understatement. It is an understatement because they are my strength when I am weak. Today for me was a very hard day. As I stated at the top of the podcast, I have a son who has autism. And most nights we don't sleep. And last night, Cortland went to bed at about 7.30 and he was awake at 9.30. And he did not go back to sleep the entire night. That was a Sunday night. What comes after Sunday? Monday. Mondays are crazy days because, of course, it's the start of the week. Mondays are crazy days for everyone. But now we have therapies on Monday. We have school on Monday. We have school every day, but we had school today. Cortland recently had a ruptured eardrum, which he took antibiotics from for. And from the antibiotics, he broke out into a rash that we've been dealing with. So that in our sleepless nights and everything else that mommy's dealing with. And the the fear of that eardrum not repairing itself um the stress of the loss of hearing just a little bit and the loss of speech and the changes to his speech have been so stressful I didn't know if I could push through today because one I couldn't keep my eyes open but I had to sit through therapy. Two, I had to fill out what felt like a thousand forms for Social Security um, because his it's his review year. So I had to get all of that stuff and I had to get medical records and I had to, it was just so much that was going on. And I had this child that had not been asleep By this point, it was 9.30 in the morning. He hadn't been asleep for 12 hours. 
but he had more energy in his entire body than I had in my pinky finger. And he was just bouncing all off the walls. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to focus and I'm trying to do everything and I'm trying to make sure the house is clean because the therapist is coming. You know, I have to take out the trash. I have to feed Corlin. I have to get dressed. I have to fill out these forms. Mommy has to take a shower. Mommy has to do this. And I just literally thought I was going to lose it. I really thought I was going to lose it. And then one of my sisters sent me a message to my inbox and she said hey sis how are you in Cortland today and that may not mean anything to anyone but it means a lot to me because I don't get that all the time Um, people don't understand the stresses and the, the life that I live as a single parent raising a child with a special need and that's another real ugly truth for me to you that I'm going to talk about throughout this podcast but not tonight and so I started telling her about how my day was going and of course you know I asked her you know how she and her family were doing and you know her mom's birthday was yesterday and how was her mom's birthday and we were talking and it just kind of gave me life a little bit after having that conversation with her So as we're having occupational therapy, I get an alert to my phone and there is a new uh, alert for a new blog entry by this same sister. And when I got it, I was just like... You know, I'm always in awe of what my sisters do, but I was just so overwhelmed in that moment because it was almost like something I needed and she knew I needed it without knowing that I needed it. And she published a new blog post. And it was just something that tore me away from all that was going on in my world and gave me an opportunity to step inside of what she had to say in her blog, which is called Unapologetically Moni. So I read that and then I got on social media and I got on Facebook There's another sister who was truly my best friend in college. And she's been posting. Her statuses have just been giving me life as of late. And when I read her words, again, I am in awe of what these women are bringing to the forefront and what they are bringing to the table. Like, the wisdom that they are dropping in this world right now, who child? That's why they are the G-O-A-T's, the greatest of all time when it comes to sisterhood. 
So I was reading what Nacelda was writing. And then I go and I'm searching through, you know, social media again. And I see another one of my sisters celebrating, stepping out on faith. And once again, trying something new. And it's my sister, Ebony. And she and her family went skiing for the very first time yesterday. And that's just a beautiful thing because you're willing and you're openly introducing your kids to something different in life. You're exploring differences and you're doing it with your children. And that's a beautiful thing. And just to see the smiles on their faces and their pictures that they were sharing over social media just warmed my heart. And then, of course, I have my sisters, Darissa and Tiffany. They're always doing, like the other sisters, great things. My girl Tiffany is amazing. She's an amazing nurse and has so much knowledge. Pop in the chat and be like, hey, Tiff, such and such is going on. Can you help me here? Bam, she'll drop it on you. Darissa is our voice of reasoning. She's raising a beautiful family. Her and her husband are a beautiful couple. And she too is doing amazing things. I'm not going to reveal what she's doing as of yet because she hasn't revealed it to the world. But when she does, I'm going to be the first one singing her praises. She's also one of my baby's godmothers. So I'm going to be singing her praises. So I sit in awe of these women as I watch Amon teach us about the true love languages, the truth behind the love languages. And I watch Nishelda drop her knowledge about you know relationships and friendships and sometimes you have to separate yourself from these people so that you can move forward in the world and get what God has for you and to stop blocking your blessings and then I see Ebony exploring all of the differences out there in the world and bringing the culture, different cultures into her children and showing them different things, different walks of life and also keeping us, you know, on point with conversations with Ebony. When I tell you my sister is true and she can ask you questions that can make you think, y'all don't hear me, but check her out. Conversations with Ebony on Facebook check out Amon's blog on apologeticallymoney.com and my sis Nashelda check her out on Facebook these women inspire me to a level that I never knew that I could be inspired and that's the real ugly truth about sisterhood and friendship That sisterhood and that friendship is inspirational. 
It's not supposed to take anything from you. It's supposed to fill you up. And that's what these women do for me and my life. They fill me up and they complete me. And that's why I sit in awe of them. And that is why when I say I'm inspired, it is an understatement. So those are my girls from the University of Tennessee. Go balls, balls for life, sisters for life. I know that they have my back in anything. I know that I can go to them when times are hard, when times are rough, and I just need someone to talk to. I just need someone to listen to me. I just need to vent. I know that they are going to be there for me. Because you see, every last one of us brings something different to the circle, and that's what completes it and makes it whole. We aren't in competition with one another. We're in competition together. We want to see the other one win and to prosper. We support one another unconditionally, and that is something you don't find too much of these days. Our circle is the true epitome of I am my sister's keeper. They are my strength when I am weak, my shoulders when the tears won't stop, my ears when I simply need to vent, and my voice a reason when I need to see things from a different perspective. And I am forever grateful for the friendship, the sisterhood, and the lifelong bond I have built with these women. And that's why I sit in awe of them. Because we don't seek perfection in one another. We are perfect as a circle. We accept each other unconditionally. We are the shoulders. We are the backs that hold one another up. And that's why I am inspired. And that is why I sit in awe of them. I'm just going to talk about them in this segment. But when I talk about, when I record my next episode, I'm going to talk about the other women that make up my sister circle. And one of those women is my sis, Natalie. And I'll just give you a brief background on me and Natalie. We met on social media. Her little girl and my son were brand ambassadors for a few shops small shops on Instagram and her daughter is a brand ambassador for my shop that I own and we have just built this friendship this sisterhood and she is the sister that will say hey sis reel it in you need to look at it from this way you need to take you need to take a break you need to take you need to think about yourself or you need to stop letting people do this to you or treat you this kind of way and I and I do the same thing for her we bounce off one another she inspires me just like my other sisters do and I sit in awe of her because she stepped out on faith and she started a magazine And the concept behind this magazine is oh so beautiful, let me tell you. 
Because when you're in this world of brand repping and being a brand ambassador, sometimes the representation is there, but it may not be there. And what she wanted to do was she wanted to give our children that representation through a model magazine. So she launched her first ever magazine and the first ever issue came out on February 14th, 2021, Melanin Model Magazine. And I am so proud of her because my sister, my sister, she pondered and I know she never said it, but because we are so much alike till it's scary, I know she feared what people would think, what people would say, would it be successful, would she be wasting her time, but let me tell you, nobody cares what other people have to say, it is successful, you are not wasting your time, you have just opened the door to another platform for these kiddos. And for my family, me and my kid, we are eternally grateful for you and your concept and the doors that you have already opened for him and your magazine just launched. I sit in awe of her. I'm inspired by her. I take an idea to her and I say, this. I'm thinking about doing this but I don't want to do it because I don't want other people to say oh well that was my idea or whatever my concept is different as her concept is different so we can all grow in this game together And that is why these women are the G-O-A-T's of life, the greatest of all time when it comes to sisterhood. Because there is no competition. We're in competition together. We support one another. I'm her cheerleader. She's my cheerleader. I got her back. She got my back. And that is why I'm inspired. I am motivated. I get up every morning. I look forward to my baby. I look forward to checking in on what my sisters have going on. Like I said, we may not talk all day every day. Or, you know, it may be weeks before we talk. But I know what they're going on because I check in with them. And that's what friends do. That's what sisters do. And as I was saying, today was a rough day for me. And she knows a little of the backstory of everything that's going on. So as I was sending her a recorded message about my day, before I could finish the message, it got interrupted because I got a picture from her. And the picture was of her little girl, Aaliyah, the most adorable little girl on the face of the planet. And that just made my whole day. Like, my sisters know what I need in these moments. And it's selfless. These women aren't selfish at all. 
forget what they have going on in their lives. If you, if you need them, they are there. And if they need me, I am there. That is the epitome of sisterhood. And that is why I sit in awe and I am inspired by them. The real ugly truth in life sometimes is, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. This sister circle is a lifetime because it's not what I can give to them and what they can take from me or what they can give to me and I can take from them. It is a sisterhood built on unconditional love, support. It is the village that we all desire within a sisterhood. Is it perfect? No, it's not. Nothing in life is perfect. And that's the beauty of it. That's the real ugly truth of it. It's a beautiful thing. And again, just watching my sisters do their thing was the inspiration and the motivation that jump-started me and opened that door to launch this podcast tonight the real ugly truth from me to you is sometimes in life when we give stuff to God and we pray to him and we ask him to show us or to give us guidance or to show us what road or what path we need to take he shows us through different individuals and that's what he has done for me tonight today in the path in the course of the past couple of weeks through my friends, through my sisters, through the sisterhood that I have forged with the goats, the greatest of all time. You know, he has shown me that they are a part of my inspiration. They are a part of my motivation. And that I can step through that door and I can pull this podcast out the back of my pocket and I can launch it and I can dedicate it to these beautiful black women to these beautiful women of other races that I have grown to love that have become my sisters that have become the village that holds it all together and that is the real ugly truth everyone that you call your friend is not your friend everyone that you call your sister is not your sister you have to look within and find those people that love you and support you unconditionally. And that's what I get in this tribe 
of sisterhood in the sister circle. It is complete with entrepreneurs, educators, nurses, talented individuals. It's a beautiful thing. And I sit in awe of each and every one of them. And I am proud and I am extremely blessed to be in such great company. Okay. So for the next episode, I'm going to continue the sister circle talk. And I'm going to share about my other sisters that I speak about in this podcast. Because like I said, they are a village. They are part of my strength when I am weak. And so I want to talk about them. Because the world needs to know the inspiration and the motivation and the voice that these women have. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. But I want to celebrate them. I want to celebrate their beauty, their knowledge. I want to celebrate it all. So I'm going to come back. I'm going to record another episode about them. But until then, this has been Cinnamon. With the real ugly truth from me to you. The true meaning of a true sister circle and how it can be inspirational, motivational, and how it will have you sitting in awe of the amazing, amazing sisters in your life. Thank you, God.